Alright, what's going on you guys? Welcome to the first episode of the Talking Ball Podcast. My name is Trey, and today we are here to recap the NBA trade deadline. So, a lot of big moves, although it wasn't really expected for it to be this event, the trade deadline to be this eventful, but we'll head straight, right, straight into it. So, first move, first move we're going to talk about, and we're going to talk about my favorite team, the Golden State Warriors. They made a pretty good move, honestly. Some people, some people are honestly hating on the move, but I think it's a pretty good move. And it's between the Golden State Warriors and the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Warriors uh, traded away D'Angelo Russell, Omri Spellman, and Jacob Evans. And in, in return, we got Andrew Wiggins, a top three protected first in 2021 and a, a second in 2021. Honestly, I think that's a pretty good trade for both sides and for the Warrior for the Warriors side of things. Some people were starting to say how D'Lo wouldn't really fit in well with Curry and Clay. So, if, if that were the case, then it would be. It was nice that we were able to get rid of him for something. Then Andrew Wiggins, still not a bad a bad piece. He's he's only a couple years older than D'Angelo Russell, so it's not like we traded him for a complete a complete vet. But Andrew Wiggins, he's still a serv- serviceable player. He, well, but we'll see how he fits alongside Curry and Curry and Clay because not not as good defensively as. As Clay and Draymond, but he can still he can still be that kind of Harrison Barnes kind of guy when they went seventy three and nine. So we we see what happens with that. Then that pick next year, now that they have Dilo, won't be as valuable as this year's pick, but it can still be pretty valuable in a way because it's only top three protected. So unless unless they somehow get lucky and end up in the top in the top three, or if injury strikes, and that'd be the only way they land in the top three. Otherwise, I think we're gonna get that pick. And then we're also getting a bunch of seconds for the next couple of years, so we'll see see if those can turn into some, some nice gems in the future. Then for the Timberwolves side, you obviously get D'Angelo Russell. You pair him up with Carnathy Towns, so hopefully Carnathy Towns won't be at as mad anymore. And you get a nice bench piece in Om- Omri Spellman. He's had his ups and downs throughout the year, so probably see him kind of as that kind of. Kind of a Jordan Bell, Gorgie Dang replacement. He's only 6'8", so we can't really play the center like Gorgie Dang did. But um, placement for Jordan Bell, who they, tra- who they traded, I believe he's on the Grizzlies right now. Because he got traded to, to Houston, then to um, then to Memphis, and then also Jacob, Evan- Jacob Evans. Not a bad um, young piece, but I'm, I'm, I don't really see them playing him is the thing this season. Because I see him more as kind of like... That Keita Bates Diop um, replacement, which he got traded to, to the Nuggets during the trade deadline. But, but all in all, good trade for both teams. But we'll see how how it turns out in the future. Next trade, next trade we got. Oh, we're gonna talk about the four team trade that went down. So, to just recap the trade, um, the Houston Rockets got Robert Covington and Jordan um, from the. Robert Covington and Jordan Bell from the Timberwolves. The Atlanta Hawks get Clint Capella from the Rockets. The Minnesota Timberwolves in another trade. And they get Malik Beasley, Wancho Hernan Gomez, and, and Jared Vanderbilt from from the Nuggets, I believe. And Evan Turner and a first-round pick from the Nets from the Hawks. And then the Denver Nuggets, they get Gerald Green, who they who they waived a couple of days ago. Noah Vonley, Keita Bates-Diop, Shabazz Napier, and a first-round pick from the Rockets. So we'll start off on the Rockets side of things. I'm kind of, honestly I'm kind of confused about it, about this trade just because Robert Covington he is he is a great player don't get me wrong. 
you kind of necessarily need that three uh, that three and D kind of guy, but I don't know if it was worth it giving giving up your only like center on on the team because now because now at one at one point I believe against the Lakers you were running a lineup where your tallest player was what six six maybe six five so that that's not gonna be good come that's that's not gonna be good come playoff time so I don't really understand the trade for. for Rockison. At first, it was kind of understandable they get Jordan Bell back, which I don't know how tall he is, but I know he could play the power forward and the center position though, so that would have been nice. But then you then you train him away to the Grizzlies, so I don't really understand that. So now you currently your centers are what? Since you, they also traded uh, Nene to the Hawks, so they have Isaiah Hartenstein, I believe the sophomore player, but. Other than that, and PJ Tucker, I, like I think, I think they have Tyson Chandler too. But other than that, they don't really have anyone else. And Tyson Chandler, he's not really in his prime days, so I don't really understand that move and that, that could possibly cost them come, come playoff time. Then for the Hawks, I think Clinton Pulse, he's a he's a good piece for the future for the future. But I feel like maybe they could have waited till the offseason to go after a big like Clint Capella, just because. It's because I feel like they were in a position where they should um, they should try to tank so they can get that top three pick. But but at the same time, I kind of like the trade. It, it could help them win some more games. And if if it, if it's like last year's draft lottery where the where the Pelicans went from the seven best odds to um, to getting the number one pick, then maybe being more in the middle will will maybe help them. But it could also be a big risk because some teams could fall um, could fall down in the list, but we'll see what happens. And then Minnesota Timberwolves getting Malik Beasley. First, his first game, um, he had a pretty good, uh, a pretty big game. I believe what, it was a 26-point uh, outing. So hof- hopefully he'll turn into a nice piece for them. I don't know how he's been playing lately. Then Juancho Hernan Gomez, he's, he'll be a nice piece off your, off your bench or if you even want to start him. Evan Turner, they... I think they traded him. I'm not 100% sure, though. Then Jerry Vanderbilt, kind of going to be that bench warmer kind of guy. And first round pick from the Nets. That could be pretty valuable. So I think I think of all the teams, I think the Timberwolves got the best out of it. And I think, honestly, they're, they're one of the biggest winners of this trade-in line for, um, for, what they were, for what they were able to get with, without, giving up, without giving up that many assets. So I think that's um, that's good for them. That was good for them. And then for the Nuggets side of things, this first round pick won't be bad. Then honestly, honestly these other players like the only the only player I could really see playing for them is Noah Vonley. But they already they already waived Gerald Green, Keita Bates Diop. Probably gonna be more of a G League guy. And the Nuggets don't even have a G League team, so we'll see where they even place him. And then Jabaz Napier. I'm not 100 sure if he's on if he's currently on the team. He might be, but I don't know. But oh, oh no, oh no! Timberwolves got the best out of the, out of the trade. The Rockets, I'd probably say, of the four teams, got had got the worst. And the Hawks, between the Hawks and the Nuggets, I'd probably say the Hawks got the better out of it. Just just because the Nuggets didn't really get any like any like assets that could help them contend at this current moment. In this in this trade, but in other trades, you could say that they maybe did. But we'll move on to um, 
the Andre Iguodala trade, he's finally out of Memphis and he's, you know, he's balling for the Miami Heat. So it, it was a three-team trade between the Miami Heat, Memphis Grizzlies, and Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, the Miami Heat got Andre Iguodala, Jay Crowder, and Solomon Hill. Um, the Grizzlies got Justice Winslow, Gorgie Dan- um, Justice Winslow, Dion Waiters from the Heat, and Gorgie Dank from the Timberwolves. And the Timberwolves got back James Johnson. Let's get this out of the way. James Johnson not really gonna have that big of an impact for the Timberwolves. Like he might get some minutes here and there, and just just so he could so he could earn that salary salary he's making like because he's making like sixteen mil, I think somewhere around there. So they they can give him some minutes here and there, but won't really won't really have that big that big that big of an impact. And then for the Grizzly side of things, excuse me, um they they. They waived Dion Waiters, so he won't really, he won't even help them. Then, honestly, I f- I feel like for the Grizzlies, like it's not a bad trade. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like they could have snuck in a like a pick, like at least at least like a second out of a team. Like I feel like I feel like they could have at least done that because Justice Winslow he's been out pretty m- almost all year, so we don't we don't even know if he's gonna be the same as uh, as the prime of his of his career so far since I believe he's been in the league for three, four years. I believe four years. I'm not percent sure. And then Gorgie Dang. Gorgie Dang. Uh, another bad uh, another bad salary, but we don't even know if. Don't know if he's going to even play for them because for, for their big situation, they just they also traded for Jordan Bell. They have him, Jonas Valanciunas, Jaren Jackson Jr., Brandon Clark. So quite a bit of big. So we'll see what happens with uh, how the rotation goes. Then the Miami Heat traded for uh, Andre Iguodala. Feel like he's gonna be a nice, nice piece for them. But but honestly, I'm not. I haven't really heard anything anything about how. Like, I haven't seen any videos on like how he's been playing playing ever since um taking almost the entire year off because he decided not to play for. The, the Grizzlies, so I don't know if he's the same as he was in Golden State, but it's still a nice pick, uh, nice trade for the Heat. Not uh, also not having to give up any picks would be nice. Uh, was nice. Then you also got a, uh, a nice piece in Jay Crowder. He'll be nice off the bench, or if you if you even want to start him. And then Solomon Hill just uh, filling just filling the contract because you were able to get rid of James Johnson's contract. So pretty good trade. And then next one next one this one was honestly a shocker but it's the Andre Drummond trade where he he got traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers for John Henson, Brandon Knight and a second round pick for the Detroit side side of things I am really confused for being totally honest cuz you pretty much give up the franchise uh, the center of your franchise for for scraps you get you get John. You get John Hanson, Brandon Knight, which obviously he was good when he played for Detroit, but he's obviously not as good now. And then you get a future second round, future second round pick. Like, did you did you try to get any first? Like, did that not work? I I don't, honestly don't know. But but yeah, hor- just horrible for the piston piston side of things. And then for the Cavs, it's not bad. Don't get me wrong, but I. I'm kind of confused for how the center minutes is gonna are gonna go, cause, cause he, I feel like you have you obviously have your guard set in Colin Sexton and Darius Garland, and then you have just have a bunch of bigs. You got 
Um, Larry, Larry Nance, Andre Drummond, you have Tristan Thompson, you decided not to um, buy him out. So I don't really know what's going to go on there. But for your, uh, the, oh yeah, then I, I forgot to mention Kevin Love. So don't really know what's going to go on, but but if you're looking towards your future, I think that's a pretty good trade if you want to have Andre Drummond uh, alongside Colin Sexton and Darius Garland for your future. So that's not a bad trade, but it's the Pistons side of things. It's no, no, I don't, I don't, I don't understand what they're doing, and yeah, it's, no. <laughs> so move on to the next uh, trade and another one with um, my favorite team, the Golden State Warriors, and we we traded um we traded Glenn Robinson the third and Alec Burks to the Philadelphia 76ers, and we got back. A 2020 second round pick from Dallas, a 2021 um, second round pick from Denver, and a 2022 second round pick from Toronto. So, for some reason, I guess we're lacking second round picks. But honestly, I think that I feel like we, feel like we got could have gone a little more because Alec Burks he was a pretty service serviceable guy. Uh, he had he had his, some pretty good games, if being totally honest. So I think I feel like we could have gone the first, like maybe like a first and a second. Um, for for those two, because they're they're both still relatively young, so it's not like not like they're they're vets having these um, this bigger games. They're still they're still decently young, so excuse me. So honestly, I feel like, like could have done that, but but yeah, I'm seeing um, Alex Burks' stats now. He he was averaging 16 points, so so I think yeah, I just think we could have gotten some more picks. But for Philly side of things, I feel like. That's a great uh, addition to your team. You add a, a nice shooter off your bench, and if you choose to keep Glenn Robinson, you'll have a nice, a nice three uh, off your off your bench behind behind Furkan Korkmaz, who could still like if you're looking for a little bit of defense, then maybe you can throw in like uh, a Glenn Robinson. But if you're looking for shooting, obviously you got to go with um, Furkan Korkmaz since he's been he's actually been pretty good um, ever since ever since the trade. But we'll see what, uh, what what happens with this Philly team as we head into head towards the playoffs. The next trade, um, we had uh, Dwayne Demlin, Dwayne Dedman going back to the Hawks uh, since he was he was kind of complaining about his lack of play in Sacramento, so he got sent back into Atlanta with, along with the 2020 and 2021 second, and in return they got Jabari Parker and Alex Lynn. Honestly, a solid trade for both teams because. Um, the Hawks, they were they were kind of lacking that um that that backup center because Damian Jones wasn't really doing doing it for them. So they're able to get a guy named Dwayne Devin, which they know they know from from past experience that he can do he can do well. And then also you have uh, you also get that uh, that second round that second round pick in this year's draft and next year's draft. Uh, I don't know. how it doesn't specify who it's from, but I would think that it's from Sacramento, so it could be pretty valuable. And then the Kings, they get back Jabari Parker. A nice, uh, he'll be a nice four, especially with the fact that Marvin Bagley could be out for the entire season. So he'll he'll be nice if they want to possibly try to um, contend in the West, which highly unlikely, but it is possible. And then Alex Lynn, that, uh, he'll, he'll pretty much be that replacement for um. The, the replacement for Dwayne Demon, like he could probably still gets um, get some minutes because 
Rashawn Holmes, Rashawn Holmes, he still he still won't be back for a bit. Then you also have Harry Giles, but we'll just, we'll see what happens. And since neither of the teams are probably gonna even make the playoffs, but hey, anything can happen. So so yeah, then the um, the website that I'm looking at these trades on. Um, this the title for this trade is Rockets commit to having no centers as um, the Met, the the Memphis Grizzlies trade for Jordan Bell in a second round pick and the Houston Rockets get back Bruno Caboclo and another second uh, a second round pick so so yeah I kind of being totally honest I kind of don't understand the trade for the, for the Rockets because. You have a semi decent. You're able to get a semi decent center, and then you just trade him away for um, for forward. So I don't know. I don't know if they're trying to they're trying to stock up for something in the future or what. So so like just you know, short things short. Like for the Grizzlies, I think that's a pretty as uh, that's a pretty good trade. Then can't remember who. Oh, Gorgie Dang. So we'll see who's able to get the minutes between Jordan Bell and Gorgie Dang. Then Bruno Caboclo. He's still not a bad player, but he hasn't really gotten that many opportunities um, throughout his time in um And I believe he was first in Toronto and then traded then to Memphis. But we'll see what happens. And then next trade we have is the Gorgie Dang trade. Uh, getting traded to the Grizzlies for James Johnson. Honestly, for the Grizzly side of things, like you get you get another sender, you you get another sender, which is which isn't bad. So, like, honestly, that's that's it really. And then for the Timberwolves side of things, you get you get a a, a nice serviceable guy. Like he's he's still a pretty good defender. You know, James Johnson at, at at whatever age he is, but but yeah, like. The, like these trades don't really have that ma- that much impact on the team on the teams. Then, then the final trade uh, of the trade in line was uh, was between the the Clippers, Knicks, and Wizards. This was this was announced, I believe, it was a couple um, like a couple minutes before the trade in line was up, um, where the Clippers got um, Marcus Morris and Isaiah Thomas. Um, Isaiah Thomas was immediately um, waived. And then um, Wizards get Jerome Robinson. Clippers on lottery pick from last year hasn't really turned into much. Then the Knicks get Mo Harkless, the Clippers first round pick this year, and uh, yeah, the 2023 second round pick. And then Isuf Sanun, I believe he was, I believe he was the Wizards second round pick 2017 or 2018. I'm not 100% sure, but for the Clippers side of things, I think this, I think this is a great. A great trade. You get rid of um, pretty much. Uh, you get rid of a bust. Um, your first round pick. That's gonna be like. That's gonna be probably most likely um, between like twenty five and thirty. If if you, if things pan out, you get rid of Mo Harkless. He wasn't bad for you, but he wasn't necessarily as good. And then I believe that also that Detroit pick was from them. Yeah, all that for Marcus Morris, which he's having. Uh, he was having a, a really good year with the Knicks. So, and the Knicks, uh, the Knicks were expected to trade Marcus Morris, and the fact that he, now he'll, he'll be able to contribute to a contender that that now has a super stacked bench now that now that it has Marcus Morris, unless let's say they decide to to start him, but still that but that will still be a pretty good a really good starting lineup. But 
But honestly, I, I kind of would have liked the addition of it, Isaiah Thomas uh, off the bench, because if he was playing how he's playing, if you if he was playing how he was playing in in Washington, then I feel like that would have been a nice offensive piece off your bench with the defense from pa- Patrick Beverly. But but they decided to waive him. I don't know. I don't believe he's been signed by any team. Yeah, but honestly, he should. He should like at least go back to the Wizards. If I'm being totally honest. But um, but then for the Wizards side of things, you get Jerome Rob- you get Jerome Robinson. Like like you only have to give up get, um, get rid of Isaiah Thomas and and Isuf Sanum, which he I don't think he's even played for them. But Jerome Robinson, he's still not a bad player. Like obviously, he's only in his second year, so he still has potential to turn into something. But well, well, we'll see what happens with this Wizards season. And then for the Knicks side of things, Mo Harkless, still a serviceable player, if being totally honest. Obviously, you get that first-round pick, which if, uh, which if things don't turn out for the Clippers, then that could be pretty valuable. And then you get a 2023 second-round pick. Obviously, for the Knicks, picks are valuable. Then Isu Sanun, I'm probably going to be in the G- on the G League team, unless they're, um, they're really willing to tank and the willing to play him, but they already have enough enough depth at their point guard position with Alfred Payton, Dan Smith Jr., Frank Nielakina. So that's that's already enough there. So yeah, I think that that about wraps up the trade deadline moves. But I didn't uh, I guess I guess first I could talk about a couple of the a uh, couple of the moves that went down. A couple other moves, so so, Jabaz Napier, he, uh, I guess he was traded. Uh, according to CBS Sports, he was traded to to the Wizards for Jordan McRae. Like Jordan McRae, he had a couple. I think he, I think for a moment he had uh, a couple of pretty good um, games. So that shouldn't be a bad piece for. Excuse me for the Nuggets, which I believe they they did have. Um, they had Jabaz Napier in the trade, and then. And see what other moves went went down. So, Scalabissier traded for cash considerations. Like he had he had his um, his good moments with the Sacramento Kings, but ever since he got traded to Portland, not so much. Then let's see, any other moves? Marvin Williams is on the Bucks. He should be he should be a nice piece for um, for that Bucks team. A nice backup, backup four, cause I think now that I think about it, like, I, they have Ersan and Silva, but he's not really that much of a defender. So yeah, you have a nice defensive um, four, four behind Ersan Silva and Marvin Williams. Um, both both of them are vets, so we'll see what happens. Um, Michael uh, Michael Kidd Gilchrist, uh, he got bought out by the Hornets. Is uh, he's in Dallas now? A nice defensive wing. Uh, they don't really have that many. Um, like good defenders, so 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 we'll see what happens at, um, with my kid go go Chris in Dallas, and I think that's all the moves. Yeah, so so I didn't I didn't prepare this earlier, but as you guys are gonna hear me typing now, but I'm gonna give you guys my All Star predictions since they're all set. There also has been have been some updates to um, to to the rosters. 
So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. So I guess first when we get, first we can start off with with um I'm blanking the Rising Stars Challenge. So I guess just look it up on NBA.com. But yeah, so obviously Team USA versus Team World. But honestly, it seems like Team USA is always the more talented team. But like, but half the time, it's it's always um Team World that that comes out on top. But but honestly, I think I think probably Team USA is probably gonna take it just because like obviously like I'm about, I'm pulling up there. The rosters now. Uh, Team USA's Roger, r- roster is um they have, they have Miles Bridges, Wendell Carter Jr., which he's uh, he's gonna get replaced. Um, you have Devontae Graham, Tyler Hero. Um, he's been replaced by Colin Sexton. And um, see, Jaron Jackson Jr., John Morant, Kendrick Nunn, Eric Pascal, Colin Sexton, P.J. Washington, Zion, Zion, and Trey Young. So honestly, that's a pretty that's a pretty good squad of it being to, uh, totally honest. Like, on like honestly, Team US Team US is always the more balanced squad squad. But there's always there's always a couple of those world Team World kind of guys that are just are just out of this world. Like obviously, the one that's gonna stand out is Luka Doncic, and technically also Shea goes like Shea Alexander. So I'll just name the rest of Rossero. Now, I, let's see if I know what country they're from. So, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, I believe from Canada. Um, DeAndre Aiden DeAndre out of the Bahamas. RJ Barrett out of Canada. Brandon Clark out of Canada, I think. Hugodontis out of Slovenia. Then Shea Se- Alexander out of out of Canada. Rui Hachimura out of Japan. Svi Mikhaik, I think that's his name. I don't know what what countries he he's from, but I know Josh Koji, he's from Nigeria, then Mo Wagner, he's from Germany, so uh, Yeah, and I don't know what country he's from. Ukraine. Uh, I actually didn't know that. So Sweet Makai got him Ukraine, so honestly, as much as I wanna go team world I think Team US is gonna take it this year. I just think that I think that guys like John Morant and Zion Williamson is gonna have a big game. Obviously, they have Trey Young, so he'll be pulling up from the logo. Yeah, and you have got like honestly, Wendell Carter Jr. I believe he's expected to be out um, until after the All Star weekend, so we'll see who, who they replace for him. Like honestly, it should probably be, it's probably be Jackson Hayes. We're being totally honest, but we'll see what happens. Uh, who they choose. To put there, but I have um I'm gonna have Team US Team US um, coming out of um, coming out of the Rising Stars game and next next up we have we're gonna go to, I'm gonna go go All Star Weekend. Sorry for all my stuttering. So skills cha- skills challenge so uh, like like uh, uh, like the last couple years they're doing a uh, bigs versus guards. So for the bigs they have Demonte Sabonis. Uh, Pascal Siakam, Bam Adebayo, and Jason Tatum. And then for the guards, they have Spencer Dinwiddie, Patrick Beverly, Chris Middleton, and Shakel Alexander. Honestly, excuse me. I think it's gonna. 
think it's gonna be a close one, but I think for the bigs, I think I'm gonna go Jason, Jason Tatum coming out of this one, cause I just, I just think that I feel like it's gonna be a close one between um, Pascal Siakam and Jason Tatum, cause honestly, I don't know if um, Bam and Bion Dewan's bonus, I don't know if they can keep up with um, that that lengthy forwards in Tatum and Siakam. But I'm gonna I'm gonna have Jason Tatum coming out of that, and then I think for the guards, I think I think I'm gonna go with I think I'm gonna go with Chris Middleton. Like honestly, I wouldn't expect him to win, but I just feel like I feel like the skills challenge is one of those uh, one of those events where it's always the unexpected that wins. So I think uh, I think I'm gonna have Chris Middleton coming out of the coming out out of the guards. I think. I think with the unexpected part, I think I'm gonna have Chris Middleton actually take it. So we, uh, so we have that, and then three point contest. We got, we got some pretty good sharps and Trey Young, Devontae uh, Graham, Joe Harris, Damian Lillard, Zach Levine, Duncan Robinson, Buddy Hield, and, and Davis Bertans. Honestly, I feel like I feel like I always want to go with somebody different each year to win it, but on. Honestly, like Trey Young's one of those guys where like he's either on or he's off. So, like I kind of see Trey Young as that like kind of like Curry. Like I, I think I think Trey Young has to make the finals, but I don't think he's gonna win it. So who I think is gonna win? It's tough. Okay, for the final three, I think I'm gonna go Trey Young, Damian Lillard, and I think. I think I'm gonna gonna have a sleeper, and I think I'm gonna go Duncan Robinson. I feel like I feel like Duncan Robinson is gonna be kind of on um, that Joe Harris. Uh, I, I don't know if it was last year or the year before when Joe Harris won it. But I, I feel like uh, he's gonna be that guy that nobody expected to be in it, and nobody expected him to make the finals. But I'm not gonna have him winning it. I think I'm gonna have Damian Lillard win it all, win the three point contest. And now for the slam dunk contest, yeah. Uh, yeah, Derek, um, Derek Jones Jr., Pat Connaughton, Dwight Howard, and Aaron Gordon. Obviously, Aaron, uh, okay, I'm gonna say right off the bat, I think, I think Aaron Gordon and Derek Jones Jr. Are, is gonna be the finals. I just think that Aaron Gordon he has the flashiness, and honestly, unless Dwight Howard somehow can go back to Superman days, the only way I see him making the finals is if. Is that the judges are somehow bi- just biased, just from from his past, um, f- from his past, like with the Superman. So I, I think that 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 would be why he who would possibly make it, and then Derek Jones Jr. Like he, like we've all we've all seen like the crazy dunks that he's he's been able to do the crazy the crazy jumping ability that he has. So I think that's why I have Derek Jones Jr. to the finals against Aaron Gordon, but. I just feel, I I just have that feeling that that uh, like Derrick Jones Jr. He's just, he's just gonna make that mistake that they'll just put um they'll put Aaron Gordon on on top. So I think Aaron Aaron Gordon is gonna win the slam dunk contest. And now for for the All Star game, I think that on, honestly I like uh, I like the tribute that they're doing with um I I like the trip the tribute that that they're doing with. With Team Giannis, I believe wearing um, Kobe's number twenty-four and LeBron, um, team, team LeBron wearing um, Gigi's number, uh, and number two. 
Then also, I'm I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of up and down on all because I'm, I'm not really hundred sure about about the um, the scoring format for the fourth quarter. So I I'll need to look that up. But um, but if you guys don't know, Team LeBron Team Le, Team LeBron uh, contains of them. Himself, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Luka Doncic, and James Harden, all Western Conference players and Team Giannis starters are himself, Joel Embiid, Pascal Siakam, Kevin Walker, and Trey Young. Excuse me. Obviously, all all Eastern Conference players. And then for Team LeBron reserves, he has Damian Lillard, Ben Simmons, Nicole Jokic, Jason Tatum, Chris Paul, uh, Russell Westbrook, and Demonstrous Bonus. And then Team Giannis um, reserves are Chris Middleton, Bam Adebayo. Rudy Gobert, Kyle Lowry, Brandon Ingram, and Donovan Mitchell. So honestly, just keep this in short terms. I honestly think that Team LeBron is, is going to take this one. I think I just think that Giannis's drafting ability. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it was honestly the best in going with Chris Middleton number one for reserves because yeah, obviously had guys like you know, like Damian Lillard, Russell Westbrook seems to go off on him. In the All-Star games, Nicole Jokic, you could have gone. Maybe even Ben Simmons, but probably not. But but I guess you got to show loyalty to your teammate. So, yeah, kind of like Le- LeBron with, with Anthony Davis. But So, yeah, so that's going to wrap up the first episode of the Talking Ball Podcast. Thank you, thank you all for listening. Make sure to leave, leave me a review and comment what you think I need to improve on for the, for the podcast. And yeah, thank you guys thank you guys again for li- for listening. I'm out. Peace.